recently the topic of culture has been something that's been on my mind. Uh, I'm reading a lot of books recently um, that talk about having a, a culture in your company and how important that is. There's also all kinds of just articles and videos and training online and culture gurus and there's really no end to the number of people that are stressing how important culture is to a company. And it makes me think with all of those resources out there, either the resources themselves are doing a really shitty job of communicating what makes a good culture in a company, or people are doing a really shitty job of actually embracing and uh, implementing any of those strategies into their company. And it got me to thinking about it as I'm want to do. And I kind of just decided that I wanted to riff about culture. I've worked for over 20 years, um, various companies of different sizes, different types of industries. And culture is something that I consistently see as a liability in most, not all, but most of the companies that I've ever worked for. And I wanted to talk about just some of my thoughts about it and observations. Um, and I broke it down into a couple of different areas. Um, but I think that the most kind of the most essential thing about the culture of a company is just that people actually treat each other with respect and that they like each other and they're nice to each other, you know, and that's, and that's as simple as just being manifested in saying hello to people, you know, um, saying thank you when they hold the door open for you, when you've got a bunch of stuff in your hand or even bothering to open the door for you. I've been at tons of places where that doesn't even happen. And that's just common courtesy. It's not even something that, you know, you have to, should be, you should be even actively thinking about um, asking people how their day was. I mean, how many times have you, you know, just reached out to people that you work with at the end of the day and say, Hey, how was your day? Did you have a good day? What was the best part of your day? Stuff like that. Um, it's amazing what just showing any interest in your fellow coworkers will do to raise the spirits of, of everyone around you and contribute to actually having a culture that's not dysfunctional. You know, being responsive to your teammates, you know, and, and I see this a lot in emails where you send off an email to someone and you're lucky if you ever get a response. And that's been the case pretty much everywhere I've been throughout my entire history of work. Um, you know, email is so easy to respond to yet people, they just hate to respond to email. I don't know if it's because they don't want to commit their words to writing. If they really feel like they're so busy that they can't take a second to just respond to something. Um, even if it's like, Hey, I can't give this the thoughtful response that it needs right now, but I received it. You know, I will get back to you being responsive. I mean, for me, when someone's not responsive to the things that I'm reaching out about, it makes me, it just kind of makes me want to be non-responsive to them when they need something. And, you know, that's a shitty way to, to behave, but it's just like a, it's like a thing. Like if, if I take, you know, the lack of responsiveness as disrespect most of the time. And so, you know, I don't care how busy you are. Actually, that's going to be something that I'm adding to this list. Don't talk about how busy you are. Um, one of the best cultures that I ever worked at, um, or companies that had a great culture that I worked for, um, was this agency, um, off Madison Ave. And one of the things that I was told right when I started was 
Nobody wants to hear about how busy you are. Everyone here is busy. You know, there, there's nobody that you run into in your day-to-day life who's actually that you can look at and you can say, Hey, yeah, yeah, that person's working hard. They're trying like everyone is busy. Nobody has time for extra stuff usually. So just toss that as an excuse. Nobody wants to hear about how busy you are, how many hours you worked, especially in an industry like advertising, you know, where you're dealing with a ton of clients, you got to do whatever you got to do um, to get the work done. And nobody wants to hear about how busy you are. That's a huge turnoff. Um, and it's, and it's, it's like a dividing kind of a thing. It's by saying like, well, I'm too busy to do that. That implies that something that you're passionate about that you maybe want help with or want a response on, um, you're not busy. And so I think that should just be tossed out the window. Like anytime you started a new company, it's to be like, look, don't fucking talk about how busy you are. Cause everyone is, you know, showing up for time, um, showing up on time for meetings, you know, or realizing that, Hey, you know what? This doesn't really need a meeting and let's just not even bother with it. That I kind of put under this responsive category and super important to culture. You know, when people don't feel like they're having their time wasted either by waiting for you to show up when you agreed to, or scheduling a meeting for something that could have easily been handled in any other format, you know, Slack, chat, um, text message, uh, email, you know, I think the fewer meetings that there are, the more happy people would be and the more productive people will be, which leads to a better culture. Um, buying into shared vision, you know, having, having an idea about what the fuck you're, you're doing and where, where you're going. Um, I think one of the, the parts about leadership that seems to be um, forgotten about or not talked about very much is actually like, where are you taking me? You're leading me somewhere. Where am I going? Is that someplace that I want to go? You know, is there, is there something fruitful for me on the other side of this journey? Like what's the journey going to look like and where, where are we going to end up? And so often that is kind of left out of leadership as the actual leading part. So I think that that's super important, you know, and I think that showing some level of passion, some sort of support about what other people are working on, not just what you're doing. Um, sometimes I'm guilty of this cause I'm so into what I do. Um, professionally and kind of recording podcasts and things like that, um, that some of the other projects that are going on around the company, I just don't really care about. And that's a shitty way to be. I mean, you should want to see all of your, um, you know, your coworkers, your teammates be successful in everything that they're doing. And you should try to help them do that. I think that that creates um, great culture. And this last one is one that I've been thinking about a lot because Usually the, the companies that need help with culture are the larger ones. And I think that larger companies are just predisposed to having shitty culture or no shitty culture. I was going to say lacking culture, but really, I mean, shitty culture. Um, and it's very difficult to turn that around because there's so many people. I think the more people that you have, um, the more you're going to run into people that do not fit into the other categories. Either they're people that don't like each other. They're people that don't care about what other people are working on because they're so, you know, into what they're doing or siloed into what they're doing. Um, you know, when you have a huge company, it, sometimes it's hard to communicate the vision for everyone and get everyone's buy-in. You know, it's easy to get buy-in when you have a small company because you just, you know, you get, you gather everyone in a room, you explain why it is you're doing what you're doing and why it's the best way to do it what type of thought process you put into it, 
when you have a huge company, it's really difficult to do that. And I've worked for some really big companies before where it's like, I had no idea, you know, what was going on, what the goals were, what, what the measurables were, uh, for the company. Um, and some companies do a good job of explaining it and, and some don't. Um, but I don't think you can have a great culture, um, when all of these other points are not addressed and all of these other things are so much easier to handle when you have a smaller group of people. It made me also think about, you know, just when, um, you know, when you bring more people onto your team, you know, just getting the buy-in of other people, you know, nothing is worse than like when you're working at a place and then all of a sudden a bunch of new people show up and, and first of all, you had no say in it. You had no, um, and, and I don't mean like when I say say, I don't mean like you're giving a thumbs up or thumbs down, but like you didn't even realize that you were even looking for a person. Um, you didn't even realize um, what the need was or, you know, have any kind of input into who the person is. Um, one of the cool things, and I'll go back to, uh, to uh, OMA uh, that we used to do is like, we would have um, an interview and we would interview somebody and we'd have multiple rounds of interviews. Um, so we would assess the person kind of like on their, um, you know, on their, their qualifications for the job, their skills, their knowledge, that kind of stuff. But then we'd also take that person out um, and do something socially with them to see kind of how they fit in with the group. And that's, that's important stuff, you know, being able to be in a group of people that where everyone really enjoys each other's uh, company and everyone has each other's back and, you know, there's, there are similarities and, and, you know, things to talk about hobbies, that kind of stuff. I think that that's something that's lost, uh, in a lot of businesses these days and something again, that gets very difficult to do the larger you are. So just some thoughts about culture. I hear about it all the time. I read articles all day long on, you know, medium and, um, entrepreneur, um, Harvard business Review. There's all kinds of these, these websites that have articles about like how to build a winning culture in your company. And I think it's easier than people realize, um, just by following just that tenet of like do unto others, you know, um, the, what is it? The golden rule, you know, being nice to each other, being responsive to each other, um, having a shared vision and keeping a team small. I think that those are all the elements. And when I, when I don't see one or more of those things happening, then I just know the culture is not going to be great in the company. And then therefore the company is not going to do its best work. So just some, uh, just some real serious talk here about culture. Um, Far cry from my Tom Brady sucks balls uh, podcast of my uh, last radical candor. But, you know, every once in a while I get on this, uh, this desire to, to like, tackle a serious topic. I'm sure that I will return uh, shortly to the world of Trump and Apple and sports teams that are disappointing and things like that. But just wanted to share some of these thoughts about culture. Curious if you work in a company that has a great culture, um, do you find these, these elements that I've outlined as kind of being important or am I full of shit? What do you think?